This episode of Red Bull Ramp is by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Ramp. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, Clayton John, Chris Adamek, and Maeve Dartinez. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Show of Reds. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. And this is episode 399, Snapping of the Streaks. Uh, as you can hear, I am by myself yet again. Unfortunately, Pat and Truman are not available. Uh, <clears throat> I did have a guest host lined up, but unfortunately, things just didn't work out. So here I am on my lonesome, but don't worry, we got other voices for you to hear. Uh, New York Red Bulls snapped two streaks officially. Uh, first, unfortunately, they're... Uh, road unbeaten streak came to an end with a two nothing loss at Inter Miami, uh, and then if you can call it this, their home uh, streak of not winning is officially unbroken. Also, after a three one win over Charlotte in the um, U.S. Open Cup, uh, that one is kind of in, with an asterisk because of course we didn't play at Red Bull Arena. But it was, for all intents and purposes, a home match. So I'm going to say it counts. All right, so let's get into this one. Uh, before we get into tweets, likes, dislikes, a lot of stuff, we have yet another voicemail uh, from our f- friend Pierre Delecto. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, at this point, I'm deciding to just start calling this hotline more on a hinge than on the hinge as this season goes on. I had the thought that in true Metro fashion, we probably were going to collapse in Miami. And I don't mean to sound as pessimistic because that unbeaten streak was pretty great on the road. And especially, you know, going down and basically shutting Philly up in such a fashion last week. But, oh my God, this is so, so sloppy. After those 20 minutes, it, it, I don't know. It was just disappointing to watch. And I understand that Ashley Fletcher is gone right now. He, with his, with his nip, with a hip injury. But why are you going to put Tom Barlow in there at that time? At that point, you may as well keep Patrick Lamala. At least he's making shots. In one part, Barlow himself fumbles, essentially fumbles the ball in the box. And then that was almost one of the last times they make it anywhere near to try and get a goal. It's ridiculous. At this point, you may as well put Tim Ryan in there. I don't know why in the world I'm really saying that if it was even available. But at this point, anyone but Barlow could have been more preferable. Or even just keeping Patrick Lamala out there because at least he was making attempts. 
And I understand, like, a few weeks ago, I complained about Kamala, but at least he was getting it, na- at least he was nailing it down again. This was just a bad performance all around. Let's hope that U.S. Open Cup matches better against Charlotte. Let's look forward to something this week. All right, have a good weekend, guys. All right, so yeah, it's definitely the case for Barlow and um, Kamala. Things got better, but let's get into the tweets. Uh, from the Miami game. First, Travis Moose at Moose underscore Travis. When the Red Bulls lose a while away to a bottom feeder team, when they're, the only, when they're only capable of actually winning games away from home, and then the perfect gift from uh, the water boy, oh no, we suck again. Uh, Pierre Delecto, apparently with two edits to his uh, voicemail. First one, okay, yes, Ryan was available, so what the fuck, man. Uh, the second, I forgot if I acknowledged the Open Cup was happening, and I guess that's why they were pulled. If not, whoops. Yep, I think that was definitely the case. We kind of saved Patrick Kamala for the Open Cup game. Uh, and I will talk about schedule and the brutalness that it was over the past month and a, a few minutes. Uh, Lennon at AC Milan is Embry. Is it really a home win? That's talking about the Open Cup. Uh, I would say yes. Because it was in front of our fans. So let's take this. Uh, Pierre Delecto, uh, now with a win at, quote, home, with my wave scarf on, can this mean that we'll get a home win for DC Hate Week? All I want, exciting game, fun first 10 minutes, if first half after, but then the guns went blazing in the second, and man, oh, man, was a great night out in Montclair. Uh, at Adam at home, at Adam from Earth, lost on the road, win at home, Kamala and Balo score the curse has been lifted. Uh, we'll see, but I think we could say it has been. Uh, and then Steven Santos at Creepy Taxi, finally home win, and I met this guy from Leicester City Premier League winning team, and honestly, I can't, know, I can't tell who it is from the picture. You just have to look at our uh, Twitter page to see who it is. All right, so likes and dislikes. Uh, obviously, we start with dislikes because we want to end on an up note. Uh, this like is the poor performance in Miami. Uh, 20 minutes looked good at the beginning, and then we kind of went to shit. I feel like it was a combination of the humidity and the roster rotation over the last month. Um, not an excuse. We should have absolutely beat Miami because they are not a good team. But I can understand kind of pulling back on the throttle a little bit with the press. Um Still should have pulled that game out, but unfortunately it is what it is at this point, and this is where we are. Uh, likes is going to be, for me, the offense in the Open Cup game. I think we could have scored five, honestly. Uh, Charlotte didn't look that great. We kind of let them have the ball, I think, a little too – I mean, I know we want them to have the ball, but I think we let them have a little bit too much in our half of the field. Uh, which is not how we want that, you know, nearly 60, 40% uh, possession to work. We kind of want them to be in their half of the field so we can get the quick uh, counterattacks. But I will say Kamala scores, Kamala with an assist, Barlow scores. Having our forwards be responsible for three out of three goals is a good thing, and I'm hoping that trend continues. Uh, afterthoughts, Tom Barlow needs to get better. Yeah, he scored at the end of the Open Cup game, but that was a 
literally a sitter. Uh, there was, as Pierre mentioned in the Miami game, a, a spot where he flubbed the ball. There was a spot in the Open Cup where he was pretty much in on goal by himself, and or not on goal by himself, but he had a very easy or easy shot if he could just control it. And for whatever reason, he couldn't. Um, and then the schedule. I'm pretty sure this was like the fourth straight. Yeah, this was. This was the fourth straight week where the Red Bulls have played two games. And thankfully, after the game coming up against DC, we get a two-week break. But holy crap, did USSF and MLS not think about scheduling these competitions? I understand we have a World a World Cup that got moved to you know the winter this year, and that screws with everything. And we're trying to get MLS done earlier, but forcing teams to play, especially those that had to play in the first half of MLS teams entering the, the Open Cup, having to play two straight weeks and then having to play a, an MLS match and then going back for Open Cup, you ask for four straight weeks, and that's kind of brutal on these teams. And as much as we talked about this team not having a great amount of depth um, in terms of quality, the roster rules only allow for, I think, a max 30 players at the moment. You're asking you're asking these managers to do a lot to balance two tournaments in this sort of a time span with that smaller roster. I don't know the roster sizes in, like, England and Spain, but it seems to me that those teams, uh, granted, the ones at the top that have money, they can afford to have almost a, a whole B squad, and then on top of that, a set of subs. Um, and it's, it's just brutal trying to play these kind of schedules with these roster limits. Uh, it, to a degree, it almost would have been better to lose that at some point, but honestly, personally, I feel be- feel happy winning in the Open Cup because it's still a chance at a trophy and a chance at the uh, Champions League, so we'll see how that goes. Um, <clears throat> not going to be for a while, but the uh, next matchup for the Red Bulls in the Open Cup is known. They will be hosting um, New York City FC, and I believe that match is going to be June 22nd. Yep, June 22nd uh, at Red Bull Arena. So we'll see what happens in the next edition of the New York Derby in the Open Cup. I believe we faced them in 2018. In one, I believe we did. It was either 2018, 2017, or something like that, where we faced like New York City FC, and in the round prior, we faced a lower level New York team. Uh, I can't remember who, but yeah. So hopefully, when that match comes around in June, we'll be much better off and we can take care of business. Prediction standings. They're unchanged. Truman's still in first. I'm still in second. Pat's still in third. However, Pat did pick up a point because he's been predicting losses for the Red Bulls, and this one unfortunately came to bear. So he got one point from the loss at Miami last week. Uh, Next match is coming up is against D.C. United. That match will be tomorrow, uh, May 28th at 7 p.m. The game will be broadcast on MSG Plus and ESPN Plus. DC comes into the game with a 4-2-6 record, 14 points. 
negative seven goal difference. I think they were like 11th or 12th in the East. Uh, Truman has predicted a 2-1 win. Pat has predicted a 2-1 loss. Uh, I want to go win. I kind of want to go draw just to guarantee somebody gets a point. Um, I th- I'm hoping that the Charlotte match is the turning point for our home situation. So I'm going to also go with a win, but I think it's not going to be easy. I think it because of the uh, midweek game, I don't think DC had to play. Because I think they had been eliminated from the cup already. So I'm going to go with a one nothing victory. We'll at least get the shutout, but it will not be easy. Uh, beating DC. All right. New York Red Bulls 2. What do you know? They lost again. So their record sits at 1, 1, and 9. Four points, negative 14 goal difference, last in the East. They lost 2 nothing to uh, at Indy 11. Their next match is today, uh, Friday, May 27th, 7 p.m. versus the Birmingham Legion. Hopefully they'll turn it around. Gotham FC, they unfortunately lost their last match also. one nothing on the road at Racing Louisville. Uh, that puts them at 1-0-2, three points, minus two goal difference, number 10 in the NWSL. Their next match is this Sunday, May 29th at 8 p.m. at uh, newly formed Angel City, their first year in the league. Uh, that would normally... Now I would normally go to Dumping Grounds, Pat's Betting Corner, in terms of Terrible Team of the Week, but I don't really honestly have much else to talk about in terms of – oh, you know what? Sorry. There is one thing, so let's go to the Dumping Grounds. I'm the trash man. All right. So two MLS teams have been eliminated from the uh, round of 16 of the Open Cup when facing lower league sides. Uh, Minnesota United lost, I believe it was 2-1, to uh, United Omaha, I think is the name of the team, um, which is a USL1 side or the third level of U.S. soccer. And then San Jose, Earth, and to make that one worse, Minnesota was at home. And then Min- uh, sorry, San Jose lost on the road to Sacramento United, I believe, 2-0. And Sacramento United plays in the USL Championship, which is the second level of the U.S. Pyramid. So the possibility of a non-MLS side making the semifinals is alive. Uh, I don't know who their matchups are, but I don't think they're playing each other just yet. All right. Uh, with that, we are done for this week. Uh, good thing about it being just me is that it's a shorter show. You, let's, let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash redbullrant. One dollar a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as our monthly uh, wrap-ups, live post games, anything we decide to do. Email us redbullrant at gmail.com. Call us 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter at redbullrant for the show at Dr. Steve for myself, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast uh, since the other guys aren't here. For the last words, I will just say, as always, thank you guys for tuning in. 
This has been episode 399 of the Red Bull Rant. And as always, go Red Bulls. Oh, yeah.